We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And this and is a pastor, not, not quite so jolly, John Lekomsky, uh coming to you from, of all places, Ocala, Florida. So, and, and, this, and this is Wrestling with the Basics. Wrestling with the Basics. John well, and I are keeping I, our, we're come? keeping our, we're keeping our social distance, right, John? I'm in St. Louis, you're in Florida. I think we're, we're pretty <laughs> safe. Right. <laughs> good, good, good point. Um, so, so since we last did it, uh, uh, people may be wondering why we had a rerun last week, because you know we're usually the hardest working men in, in Christian radio. But uh, uh, since we last uh, had uh, our episode, I had a massive heart attack, an emergency uh, triple bypass surgery, uh, and all of this happened while we were visiting my father-in-law in Florida which means I am now in exile. This is day 20 of my exile in Florida because after a heart attack, they do not let you travel, Matt. So uh, uh, we're, we're, what a place to be stranded, huh? Florida. Yeah. There's worse places, I guess. At least your father-in-law doesn't live in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you're going to be exiled, I guess I can't complain. I tell you what, Matt, in, in a later date, I would like to talk about uh, that experience because uh, I, I, I really felt at one point like I had been to hell and back. I think you can tell from my uh, attitude I'm feeling a lot better. But I'm just at this point, it's too emotional, too too close. I, I don't know if I could get through without crying. And, and, and in the meantime, everybody's been suffering, right, Matt? Yeah, that's right, John. You know, uh, and that's what I was just thinking, you know, you're – exiled in Florida for uh, medical reasons due to the uh, heart attack and heart procedure. But on top of that, you know, you and everyone else dealing with uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19. Right. We're all, we're all exiles at this point. Uh, and it's a, who would have thought, who would have thought that if we're going into Holy Week and there will be no gatherings of people in churches, although we hope uh, people are gathering right now and listening to us and, and listening to the many, many worship services that are out there. Yeah, um, and that's what a blessing I, I think KFUO is, is that, you know, who would have anticipated uh, how important radio would be during the time of pandemic, you know, when we are uh, on our own and we're sheltered in place. I mean, this provides an avenue for people to hear God's Word. Uh, and I think that people have ears that are open to hearing God's Word, perhaps more than ever before. I mean, I, that's what I find, is people just are eager to hear those words of hope and forgiveness and peace and comfort that uh, God has to give. And here's, here's the crazy thing, Matt. So uh, my, my future dear replacement, uh, Vicar Lyle Bittner, uh, doing like I'm, I'm assuming you're doing, uh, he's doing FaceTime 
videos, uh, FaceTime Live, and then it's still up there for, for St. Paul at uh, New Athens and Trinidad Darmstadt. And as I look at the count of the people who are listening to those episodes, it, it's far larger than the people who would have been in church on, on those given Lenten services and what have you. So it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, I know, and I think uh, in the midst of all this, uh, boy, opportunities for the gospel to be proclaimed. I've I found the same thing. We're uh, broadcasting, streaming on the Internet, our worship services over YouTube and Facebook at Ascension, and the, the view counts, yeah, more people than would be in the pews. And then, too, some of the people checking in and leaving comments are folks that, you know, are, are members of Ascension, but we haven't seen for a while in worship. And if it was just a normal Sunday and everything was hunky-dory, uh, I don't know if they would have come to Ascension for, for worship. But they did come uh, on the Internet, and they are hearing God's Word. Uh, so I thank God for that. And, you know, so many people sharing uh, those uh, streaming broadcasts, too, with family and friends, just with a click of the button, you know, family members that maybe wouldn't take them up on the invitation to come to God's house physically, but... Well, yeah, they'll click on a service and watch it from home. So in one way or another, God's word being proclaimed, Christ being shared. Uh, you know, it's sad that it kind of took a, a, a pandemic to, to maybe make people more receptive, but, but they certainly are, uh, like I said, having ears that are open to God's word, I think. Well, you know, the, the promise the promise is clear. You know, Jesus Christ says the world is not going to come to an end until my, my uh, word has been preached uh, you know, to the, the uh, uh, to all places in the world, and I, I think this is just an example. I'm sure the devil thought, well, I'll show them we won't have any Easter this year. And God said, yeah, you think? Well, you, you are wrong as always, devil. Before we go, because I, I want to just get your impact. What what you think this coronavirus thing is all about? How how can we deal with the theologically? But I have to share with you some silliness first. Okay, Because even in serious times, we are still wrestling with the basics you know that's right so, people so, are counting on it but, the, but my father-in-law points out that actually the answer to the present crisis is actually in the bible word for word have any idea what he's talking about oh boy uh, no, of course, of i have no don't. idea what he's talking no, about John. <laughs> but, but but listeners write this down check it out it's been there all along if we'd only notice that James 4, verse 8 says, wash your hands, you sinners. So there it is. <laughs> the answer is well, always in God's word. <laughs> that, that's it. The answer is always there, yes. Wash your hands, you sinners. <laughs> so thank you, Jerry, for pointing that out. Uh, but now turning to a more serious way. <laughs> what do you think? What's going on here? What's going on, Matt? Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I, you know, what I'd like to do is maybe look at look at the, the coronavirus, COVID-19, what's happening, but also to, to kind of look at it maybe a little today in light of um, what's happening this week uh, in terms of the church, in yes. light of Holy Week and Palm yeah. Sunday in particular. So so what do you say, John? Is that a okay way to approach that it? That sounds like Okay. Sounds like a good approach, man. Okay. And and by the way, you're in our prayers, John. Uh, you know, my personal prayers, and I know the prayers of our listeners, and uh, I'm just thankful that uh, you're doing as well as you are. I'm amazed that, that so soon post-surgery you are recording Wrestling with the Basics, and uh, 
but but we're thankful for that and and prayers for your continued healing. Boy, you know, you with a you know uh, emergency heart procedure, me falling out of a tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a rough six months. <laughs> it has been. It has been. But oh boy. I, I, gospel is still being proclaimed. Yeah, yes. yeah. Amen. Although God reminding both of us, we are we, we are the weaker vessels here. That that that's the thing. The word is what is strong and that's sure. Right. So. Uh, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Yeah. 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 Okay, well well let's yeah, let's get so into that. Let's, the connection? Let's... You, you, you surprised me. Where what's the connection with Palm Sunday? Okay, well, I'll, I'll do my best here, John. Let's uh, let's take a look. You know, I, I what I want to do is um, look at this in terms of uh, when when expectations meet reality. When expectations okay. meet reality, uh, I'm taking a class at the seminary right now, and that's one of the the topics that came up was uh, when expectations meet reality. And I think, you know, there's there's some truth there uh, in our own lives. You know, I think there's lots of times where we have these expectations, like uh, I remember growing up and the the toy on the cereal box you know remember they always used to have toys in the the kids cereal boxes and we'd buy that box of cereal just because of the toy inside and go home and and rip the box open and before i eat any of the cereal i get the toy out and you know it's it's nothing like what was promised on the box you know it's just this piece of piece of junk you know that we play with for five minutes and it's broken um you know or the the burger that's pictured you know, at, at Wendy's or McDonald's, and it looks like this perfect burger with this beautiful slice of tomato on it and lettuce and onion, and, and then we get it, and it's just kind of a, a hot mess, <laughs> you know. So these expectations. Just, uh, what, what, wait a second. Watch yourself yeah. there, Matt, because I actually like Wendy's burgers. But, well, yeah. okay. I know. I'm sorry, John. Yeah, I, I know. I, I might have struck a nerve. Sorry. <laughs> now, if it was kale that I was putting down, you'd be okay with that, yeah. but. Okay, no. <laughs> but there are so, no expectations with kale, though. That's the difference. I, yeah, I see your point. Right, yeah. The expectations are pretty low. So, you know, yeah. looking at Palm Sunday, then, uh, what are the expectations, okay, that, that the people have, and does the reality match up to their expectations? So I don't know if you have a Bible down there in Florida, John, or not. Did you take your Bible with you? Do you have a you Bible handy? And I'm, I'm going to talk to you about the the the, the, the blessings of the Lord, because actually there's probably a Bible somewhere in this house. We're we're staying in a house that, that belongs to one of Lynn's friends, and and again just an example of God's blessings, because it was supposed to be housed with Canadians. It was supposed to be full of Canadians, but the Canadians fled the country, and so thanks to that, Lynn and I have this beautiful home we're staying in, probably the nicest home we've ever been in. And I'm sure, oh, yeah, Lynn just pulled out a Holy Bible, but I'm actually going to pull it up on my computer because that's, okay. that's the wonder of the world we live in. i got all my Bible tools are right here, Matt. Any commentary, any uh, uh, Bible you want, I got. So where are we going to go? Bible that's amazing. Line? Yeah, let's, uh, let's look at uh, Matthew chapter 21 where we have uh, Palm Sunday, the triumphal entry, uh, what we'll be celebrating okay. in, uh, across the world, around the world tomorrow on Palm Sunday. And, you know, the cool thing is even though there won't be church services, it'll still be Palm Sunday, and people will still be celebrating it. Isn't that crazy? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I know. Um, You know, COVID-19 cannot cancel Palm Sunday. It can't cancel Good Friday. It can't cancel Easter. You know, Christ still came and died and rose. You know, and that's, boy, you know, that's a word of hope in the midst of dark times right there. 
Uh, so thanks be to God. So we're, we're looking at uh, the triumphal entry. Uh, we're looking at Palm Sunday. And, yeah, as we, as we read these verses, uh, 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 chapter 21, um, let's start with verse 4, maybe, John, uh, through 10, and, again, be thinking of the, the expectations that people have. Okay. So this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus directed them. That's a reference to that he told them to go to this uh, Bethphage, and they'd find this donkey and colt. So so anyway, they, they did as Jesus directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put upon them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Yeah, so so the expectations of the crowd that are gathered there, uh, you know, wh- what are their expectations? What do you think? Well, Any... they're, they're thinking of, uh, and I think this is pretty much, we, we, we go over this, uh, that, that they're looking for a, a political hero. Uh, yeah. They're looking for someone to uh, cast off the uh, Roman oppression and, and maybe even kind of clean up the uh, corruption that is there in the uh, uh, the Jewish temple. And all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, that, that that's exactly it. This cry of Hosanna, which means save us now. And they're, they're thinking uh, saving from the Roman occupation, uh, saving from injustice, uh, saving them now. And I think we also see that because of the title they use, uh, Hosanna, save us now to the son of David. You know, they're crying out to Jesus yeah. as um, a king. You know, we think of David, who was uh, Israel's. Uh, you know, arguably his most powerful king, but also probably Israel's greatest warrior king, too. And so they're likening Jesus to this warrior king, and they're expecting uh, Jesus to uh, free them from the Romans, to give them political freedom, and to do it now, to do it now. So that's the expectation. Um, What's the reality, though? (laughs) Something much different. Uh, well, we, you might, actually, for the first few days, it seems like maybe he's going to be the, the oh, guy yeah. you know? Yeah. He, he goes point. in and immediately drives all the animal and the, the, the salesmen and all the people that had kind of corrupted the uh, worship in the temple. He, you know, he cleanses the temple and he confronts all these other Jewish leaders and masters them one after the other. But, of course, uh, yeah, that's not how it's going to end up. I'm wondering, though, I wonder if the disciples, you know, because they're talking about gathering swords and everything. I, I suppose even into the end, they're still thinking in terms of kind of a, a political, a, a military, uh, some kind of earthly battle, you think? Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and we'll look at that in a second, John. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and I think uh, John's gospel in that uh, Palm Sunday kind of John's gospel gives us some insight. But I think you're exactly right that even the disciples are thinking that. And then I wonder, too, you know, as, as they're yelling these things on Palm Sunday, I wonder if they're a little confused, you know, that Jesus is coming, you know, on this donkey, not a war horse. He doesn't have a helmet or a shield or a spear or, or anything like that. He's just coming humbly, uh, riding on that donkey. So even confusion may be there as to, 
okay, uh, he's not really meeting expectations here. Um, and then certainly I think that comes to a head maybe at the cross itself. Uh, when Jesus is hung on the cross, and you remember the title that's above him, right, the charges, uh, yeah. this is Jesus, the king of the Jews. So here's yep. your king, yep. folks. Uh, he's not like that Dave Davidic king that you had in mind that was coming to, to, to kick the Romans out, coming for war, uh, but he's one that comes and, and he crucified. He's, he's dead on the cross. Uh, yeah, so that's a, a much different reality than what the people expected. Um, and, you know, I think the connection here to the, the coronavirus is this. Um, you know, right now, I think people, a lot of people, are struggling with uh, expectations and reality. Um, you know, during the springtime, there's a lot of expectations right now. Uh, I know our, our eighth graders at our school expectations to, to be on their eighth grade class trip uh, in Chicago. Uh, you know, expectations for uh, college graduates to graduate and to celebrate and say goodbye to friends. Uh, expectations at the seminary. Oh, my goodness. We have a fourth-year seminarian, our pastoral assistant, and uh, there's not going to be a call day service. There's not going to be a graduation service at the seminary this year. Uh, you know, all those expectations. Uh, I, uh, wait, one of our members had a wedding. You know, you have an expectation of a couple hundred people celebrating with you, maybe the, the biggest day of your life, and, and all of a sudden, you know, expectations change. Uh, so all sorts of expectations right now, and I think even for Holy Week worship, the expectation of having communion on Monday, Thursday, and, and going to maybe a ten embrace service on Good Friday, worshiping together, singing Alleluia on Easter Sunday, and then the coronavirus comes along. Here's reality. You know, those expectations are, are, are changed, shattered even, you know, for so many people across our land in so many different ways. So, so you know, for me personally, uh, I actually had all kinds of uh, preaching gigs lined up, even though I'm retired. I was supposed to preach for midweek Lenten services. I was supposed to preach on Good Friday and on, on Monday, Thursday. Uh, and I was actually supposed to preach at, at uh, Trinity and St. Paul uh, while the vicar had gone to a, one of his friend's installations. Um, yep. And, of course, the strange thing is that was all wiped out by my heart attack. And then the next thing I realized, well, I wasn't going to do any of those things anyway because they're, yep. they're not happening. They're yep. not happening. Uh, so... Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, different expectations, and who would have guessed, you know? Um, so, let, you know, let, let's not leave people there. <laughs> we want to keep going no, well, here. Well, that's right. Thanks a uh, lot, Matt. I think we've figured that out. Nothing's okay, happening so, the way yeah, we yeah. had it planned. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's, let's hear some good news. Um, so go to, yeah. uh, if you could go to John's Gospel, and we've got about uh, okay. six minutes left, uh, but go to John's Gospel and... Uh, look at his account of Palm Sunday. That's in John chapter 12. Uh, John chapter 12. All right. Uh, and, and you had mentioned yeah, earlier, John, you, you had mentioned earlier that the disciples even had false expectations at this point, and I think you're right. So we, we get an insight into the heart of the disciples here and their expectations. In John 12, uh, if you could read verse 16, this is again on Palm Sunday as Jesus is riding oh. into Jerusalem. And it is actually a reference to the Bible passage we heard earlier uh, from Zechariah about your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. And it says his disciples did not understand these things at first. 
But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered these things had been written about him and had been done to him. Yeah. So, you know, expectations that are not met, uh, but, you know, I think here, you know, we have, they didn't understand until he was glorified. You know, we see that, you know, when, (laughs) when Jesus is glorified, when he's risen from the dead, then the expectations, boy, they're exceeded by the reality of things. Uh, that, that all of this was part of God's plan, the, the entry into Jerusalem, the, the death on the cross that looks so wrong on the surface. No, that's for our salvation. The resurrection from the dead, Jesus glorifying, conquering death and all things. You know, it just shows us that, that God in Christ Jesus <laughs> exceeds our expectations, exceeds them dramatically. Uh, expectations are exceeded by the reality that Jesus is not just crucified, but also risen from the dead. And I think that that's uh, ultimately, you know, during uh, this uh, coronavirus and everything that's taking place right now, uh, that's ultimately what we need to hold on to, is that even as our expectations are perhaps changed, that God's expectations in Christ, they exceed reality. Um, And that we look for how God's going to work good out of this situation. Uh, and we look forward to ultimately, uh, I would say, uh, that day when Christ is going to return and make all things right. I think a pandemic like that makes us yearn for that day, boy, uh, all the more uh, when our present sufferings, right, aren't even worth comparing uh, to the glory that will be revealed in us. Uh, we can't even fully comprehend, fully expect uh, what that's going to be like as Christ returns, make things right. And uh, we're in his presence forevermore. So, so what I like about that passage is, is that first part where it says they did not understand. Yeah. Because uh, I would say that's where we're at. All right. Yep. I yep. do not understand. I, I mean, actually, I can grasp it because I'm thinking you probably should have went to the doctor a long time ago. <laughs> There's probably all kinds of signs and symptoms if you'd not been scared and had uh, been brave enough to say, hey, Doc, maybe we need to check this out. Maybe this didn't need to happen. But but, but I, I don't understand it. I, I do not understand the coronavirus, and that's okay. We, we don't need to understand it at this point. But like you say, when, when, when the glory of the Lord comes, oh, okay, then, then, then it will make, make perfect sense. Can, can I share with you a quote I read across? So, so I got time to read. I've been reading some stuff from Max Locato about fear, oh, which I thought was appropriate. Sure. So I got a quote from Max Locato. I think it fits exactly what you're saying. So here's the quote. Everything will work out in the end. If it's not working out, it's not the end. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to briefly, quickly say you hit it right on the head. Uh, in fact, here's the strange thing. My, Lenten, my midweek Lenten service was about things not working the way we planned. Yeah, and I had a whole bunch of stuff in there about how things were not. I had no idea that I wasn't even beginning to understand how things were going to work out how I planned. And and I do want to real quickly say a word of of uh, blessing and care for our our dear friend uh, Herb Miller, who again, Herb Miller passed away, just retired, and 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 he, and he passed away. And I'm thinking, I don't understand that. The guy just was looking forward to having some time to travel through the country and enjoy being with his wife, Faith. But but it's what you said. We, we know the glory of the Lord. Death is not going to be the end of it. Uh, but, man, there's a lot of things I don't understand right now, Matt. 
Uh, so what, what, any final thoughts? Well, I, I think that I would just say that's okay. Uh, if we don't understand things right now, we, we take it to the Lord, we go to his word, and we hold on to that promise that in the end, um, those expectations are going to be exceeded uh, by that great reality of, of Christ. Uh, his death, his resurrection, and then finally one day his return. Yeah, yeah, the end, that, that beautiful blessed end. So All right, John, I think we're going to have to wrap up for today, but we'll, uh, okay. we'll, we'll record next week's show and uh, be ready to roll for that day after, excuse me, the day right before Easter. All right, well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, my alarm's going off, so we must be uh, <laughs> done recording. So uh, we invite you to tune in next week and join us for more Wrestling with the Basics. Wrestling basic. with the Basics.